afternoon, evening. Welcome to the Royal Deluxe Podcast, a daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals, hosted by some guy on the internet who's re-watching Breaking Bad and was doing that instead of watching the Royals for most of the day yesterday. That's me. I'm Lux. Good to see you. Hope you're having a good one. Here's your post-game recap for May 4th, 2022. The Kansas City Royals were defeated by the St. Louis Cardinals by a score of 0-10. The Royals fall to an 8-15 record, while the Cardinals improve to 14-10. The winning pitcher is Adam Wainwright, who now has a 3-3 record and a 3.18 ERA on the season. The losing pitcher is Chris Bubich, who is now 0-3 with a 14.13 ERA. No, I'm sorry, that is a 13.14 ERA on the season. I'm sure that makes a, a world of difference. So I apologize for that horrible inaccuracy. Well, it was fun enjoying baseball for about 12 hours. That was nice. Would be cool if we ever get to do that again. Unfortunately, uh, things just aren't that simple. We can't have anything, really. So, today, or rather yesterday, I'm recording this, uh, on the 4th, after the game. So perhaps some things will happen between now and this podcast going up, such as Chris Bubich getting demoted, which absolutely needs to happen. We were already questioning his ability to pitch going into this game, because so far he hasn't really had... A lot of great outings. I think he had, like, one kind of decent outing. And maybe another one, like, last time. Like, his start against the Yankees. Even though he did blow up in the first inning, he kind of got over that. And then basically pitched five scoreless after that. Now, what, I'm ta- what am I talking about? His, uh, his other actual best start is the time when he f- threw 4.1 innings and only had one earned run. That was when he had six walks. So, uh, like, it was... An okay start, but it wasn't a particularly good one. That's the thing. Chris Bubich has not had a good start whatsoever. And so, yeah, that was a a real big question we were asking today. Is Chris Bubich going to have it today? Is he going to finally, like, improve? You know, was the, the, the end of his start against the Yankees the start of something better? Hopefully, it would be pretty cool be nice if he uh, got back on track, because Bubich, for what it's worth, has not been terrible. He's actually been a pretty adequate league average starter so far, which will cause me to say, and I hope you'll forgive me for this, but I would say don't be super doom and gloom about Chris Bubich right away. I'm not doom and gloom about really any of the 2018 pitchers. I know we haven't seen a lot of progress so far. Things are disappointing so far. However, the only one who I can 
who who you I think you can j- legitimately look at and be like, okay, yeah, this one is probably a miss. Like this one's just never going to work out. I think that you can only really say that for Jackson Kowar. He is at a level of suckage that you really didn't. You probably didn't think was possible. I don't think anyone thought was possible, but that's where he's at. But for Chris Bubich, here's the thing about him. Okay, like I said, this guy's been a league average starter for his whole career in the big leagues, which is essentially a year and a half. All right. And I know that's not amazing. That's not impressive or anything like that. But consider this. This guy has had a very, very short professional career. He got drafted, okay, in 2018. And then he had a little bit of time in rookie ball in 2018. Then he got sent up in 2019. Then he, that was when he finally got a full season of professional baseball. And then he was called up to the majors in 2020. This guy went from high A to major league and only had about a year and a half to do that. All right, that is not normal. That is very, very rare. It it usually takes an extraordinary talent like Jose Fernandez in order to make that kind of jump. And, you know, Jose Fernandez was extraordinarily talented. I don't think Chris Bubich is that talented. But I think the fact that he has been league average for the year and a half he's been in the majors is something worth celebrating a little bit i know you don't want a league average starter but honestly what's wrong with that what's wrong with having a a homegrown league average starter i think that would be wonderful because that is any any kind of usable major league piece you can get out of a draft or development or whatever i think you'll take it i would certainly take it assuming that you know and i by league average i mean like actually league average and staying in the league for a substantial amount of time. We don't want him to be like Jacob Junis where he's league average for a, for two years. And then he just completely fizzles out because he's got nothing left basically. So, you know, hopefully Bubich will bounce back and have a fruitful MLB career. But I am just saying Maybe it's a little too early to say that he's, you know, out of it because he's had very, very little time to actually get up and adjust to the major league level. All right. Now, it is unfortunate that he's struggling and I'm not I'm not necessarily making excuses for him struggling, but I am saying it's a little too early, in my opinion, to really count him out as a potential big league starter. I think it can still happen. You know, he's just going through. I don't know, a bad stretch or whatever. He just needs to work on things. And his, the controllers just kind of failed him so far this season. And so I think some time in the minors would actually do him some good. Let him, you know, work out something over there and then call up someone else. Jonathan Heasley, Brady Singer. Again, If I don't know if we really want to see Brady Singer right now. Some people have been being like, oh, where's Brady Singer? It's like, oh, oh, now you want to see Brady Singer? I thought you guys hated Brady Singer. I don't know, dude. Whatever, but we have options, okay? And now we're in the month of May. We can no longer continue this season saying, all right, we've had some bad weather, we've had some bad luck 
et cetera, et cetera. And I know, look, I've been the excuse maker. This is the excuse making podcast, the deluxe excuses podcast. Okay. I've been saying like, oh, it's not that bad. It's going to get better, guys. It'll be okay. And I do believe that. All right. But we are, the month of May is when, you know, we need to get, things together and i'm actually going to have another podcast on friday because we have an off day today on thursday may 5th so i'll do another podcast that'll go up on the 6th and i'll just kind of explain like what i want to see moving forward and how that's going to affect my view on everything basically kind of what i think of the season so far and how i think it should be going moving forward essentially but you know we're, we are now beyond the point where we can just be like, okay, well, they'll, you, you know, like, they'll get it together later or something like that. It's like, no, 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 no. Later is not enough. You you do not have, you no longer have time to say it'll be okay later. You need to start getting it together now. I'm not saying they need to go on a seven-game winning streak and immediately get back to 500 or anything like that, but... At this point in time, we do need to genuinely, like, see some actually good things happening. Which I think happened a, a, a couple days ago with MJ Melendez's debut. I think that was when we actually saw some good things happening, and I would like that to continue. Alright? But right now, yeah, you can't just be like, alright, well, maybe, you know, you know, oh, this was a bad start, better luck next time. No, 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 no. All right. If you if if now if you're in the rotation, you need to be pitching well. No more next time. No more. Oh, just adjust, improve, or whatever. No, we've got options. All right, we have plenty of guys who would absolutely love to take Chris Bubich's start. Like I said, Jonathan Heasley, I think is number one. I think he's next in line to be called up to the major leagues and take a spot in the rotation. I thought it was going to be Ronald Bolaños, but I don't know. I guess they're going to keep him in the bullpen, but he he's also an option. I think there are lots of guys, plenty of guys that we can be using and trying out in the major league rotation. So if at this point, if you're not starting Wells, and this is going to, this is going to extend to Carlos Hernandez as well, because Hernandez is next in, uh, next up in the rotation. He's going to be starting on Friday. And if he's not good, essentially by this point, like if he doesn't have a good start on Friday, yeah, probably get rid of him. Well, not, not like get rid of him, get rid of him, but like, reassign him to the bullpen or to AAA or something and then get someone else to take his spot because we need to be seeing like a real major league bullpen all right like one through five we need to actually like we need some consistency here we need some consistency we need some progress we need some improvements this is the month where we need to genuinely improve we cannot be waiting around for someone to fix their stuff because someone else should have their stuff figured out instead. So that's really about it. Um, I just kind of wanted to talk about that uh, in regards to Chris Bubich, because there, there was nothing else to talk about. There was absolutely nothing else to talk about today. It was a 10 to nothing blowout loss. And, you know, the offense sucks, but I also don't even blame them. It's like, 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 I mean, look, the team sent out their worst pitcher, you know, and, and I know that no one on the team is, like, going to outright say it, but look, 
if you've got your guy who's sporting a, a, a like what what was his ERA before the game started? Like twelve or something? Fourteen? I don't I don't freaking know. It was ten point five. Okay, you you you've got your guy who's never been reliable so far, and then he immediately gives up five runs in the first inning, can't even get out of the first inning. And Mike Matheny was like done. It was like just this wasn't even like like I don't I don't blame him at all for taking him out after one after just one out, just twenty four pitches. He's like no, we're not doing this today. It wasn't even a matter of like. You know, trying to salvage something, trying to, you know, make something happen or something, try to, you know, keep the game under control a little bit because like, oh, we can come back from five to nothing. Yeah, we can come back to five from five to nothing. A five a five run deficit shouldn't be as daunting as it is. But I don't know, man. Like, how would you feel if you just, you know, entered the game down five to nothing like that? And it's just like. I don't know. I mean, it's just got to be deflating. It's just got to be extremely deflating. I mean, if, if Zach Greinke, you know, showed up and he he put up a five-run inning in the first, right, at least you could be like, oh, well, you know, Zach Greinke has been so good for us so far. You know, we can't just give up on him. But with Chris Bubich, it's just like, all right, well, the guy who's been bad in every game is bad again today, so why even bother trying? Like, why put in the effort? Why why, why expend energy on this? I don't blame anyone for not showing up. Maybe except for Salvi, because Salvi struck out three times. You know how many times the rest of the team struck out? Zero. Salvi has the only three strikeouts on the team. But other than that, I don't blame anyone for not trying. Except uh, MJ Melendez tried. He got a hit. So that's cool. Uh, Bobby's streak is broken, unfortunately. So that's a little sad. But I just don't blame the offense for not showing up. They might as well have not shown up. Why even bother finishing this game, honestly? It's just, it just sucks. It just sucks. It's deflating. It's demoralizing. We don't ever want to see games like this. We don't ever want this to happen. And it's happened several times, unfortunately. No more. Please, just no more. I'm done. I don't like it. Even even uh, Amir Garrett didn't show up. Amir Garrett, he showed up to relief. He gave up three walks. Just didn't have it at all. Maybe he didn't care either. You know, he, he he has been talking about how back in Cincinnati, he, like, didn't just kind of stopped caring over there. Maybe that happened. Maybe that hasn't happened with the team specifically, but, I mean, I mean, look, Mike Matheny hasn't handled him all that well. He's just made, made him come out and face one batter per week or something. So now he gets to come out and do, a, what, a, a 5 nothing game? Yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I wouldn't really be all that motivated to work hard either, because what good does that do on this team, I guess? Uh, I don't know. But it sucks. Uh, and then Ronald Bolaños finished out the game. He got the last three innings, basically, through 61 pitches, so I guess in a way he kind of started, but he wasn't good. Three walks, four hits, including a home run. So, bleh. Blah, but whatever. He hasn't been all that bad so far. It's just bad. It's just bad all around. Bad, bad day on pitching. Uh, hitting didn't even bother. Hitting just might as well have not showed up to work. 
Might as well have just called up the rookie ball players or whatever. I guess rookie ball doesn't exist anymore, but you know what I mean. Unfortunate. Sad. Sucks. But, uh, yeah. Oh, well. So, we've now, uh, I don't know. We've now what? I, I don't know. We have an off day on Thursday. Thank God. Some of these guys could probably use an off day. Uh, I would like uh, Salvi and Wit to continue having off days. Salvi, look, I I know it's cool. Look, it is cool to see Salvi getting, like, more games because that's always been a thing that, like, throughout his career, he hasn't been able to play all that much just because of the workload or injuries or whatever. So, like, last year, him getting to play 161 games, it's like, that's cool. He also deserved it, though. He deserved to be an everyday player based on the fact that he was good enough to be an everyday player. He's not right now. He's actually uh, quite bad right now. And uh, I don't think that he should be playing every day. He's uh, I I just looked up the strikeout leaders. He's got 30 strikeouts, which is not particularly close to the most. The most is uh, Fran Mil Reyes on the Guardians with 38 strikeouts. Just, that seems impressive to me. Wow, this guy's hitting 139. And and then you got some other names on here that are kind of typical, like Stanton is on there. Joey Votto's actually on this list. That's kind of interesting. And Dansby Swanson is on here. Is he a big strikeout guy? Whatever, I'm getting lost in details no one cares about. Point is, Salvi and Witt playing as much as they are is just like, why, dude? Why? Although... I mean, I guess Salvi isn't ever going to get, like, a true day off because, you know, we've got MJ Melendez, and being a catcher is tough, so... But but still, stop giving him starts. That's basically what I'm saying. Stop giving him starts. He doesn't deserve, he doesn't deserve to start every game. Let Melendez catch for a little while. Give him that experience. Salvi can come in late game as a substitute. Um, But, yeah, it's just... It's whatever. All right, I'm just going to get out of here. You kind of get it by, by, at this point. I'm just kind of saying nothing at this point. On a bad game, sucks. Uh, hopefully, things will get better because we are playing the Orioles uh, this weekend. So, hopefully, like, this is the first time where we've been going up against a truly bad team. So, I would really like to hope that things will be okay. I don't know. But, you know, I've had expectations for lots of things that haven't gone right so far, so who knows. But we'll talk about it when we get there. So, I hope you stick around and uh, and listen to uh, the podcast then, or whatever I, it is I'm trying to say. Alright, let's just, let's get the hell out of here. I'll stop bothering you. Thank you very much for listening to the Royal Deluxe Podcast. I would love to hear from you at... Uh, Royal Deluxe Pod on Twitter or Royal Deluxe Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much for making this podcast a part of your day, and I hope you're having a good one. I'm Lux, and go Royals. <laughs>